Ready. Set. Gamecast. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and amiibo. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the Toys to Life master, Matt. If that were true, I'd own a complete set of the game Starlink Battle for Atlas, but I only own the like Switch edition with, you know, Star Fox and then like two other pieces, but Every time I saw it on clearance at Target, I was like, should I buy a complete set of this and just keep it in box so I have it? And I never did. And the lady who <laughs> likes figures with big swords, it's Darian. It's me. That's it. You like figures with big swords? I Well, yeah, I just, I'm into big swords, you know. Who isn't? Honestly. Um, okay, this brings us to the question. How many Amiibos do you own and operate? Operate next to zero. Own, uh, I'll give you, I'll count while Darian answers. I'm trying to think. I've got Yoshi, Bowser, Mario, Peach, Rosalina, Celeste, and Blathers. I, I think that's it. So I've got seven. I'd say somewhere in the 25 to 30 range. I have eight. Do amiibo cards count? Yes. I have way more than seven. Okay. I've got like 60. Okay. I have like 18 within arm's reach and a bunch in my closet that I cannot easily count. Bryce probably still has more than my 60. It, it, <laughs> it would probably be close, especially if we're counting doubles. I, I wouldn't count doubles. Why do you have doubles? I have some. Boxed. I have, yeah, boxed yeah, I, and I have some still in their boxes. Um, I do too, but it's just because I never opened them. I was thinking about making little like diorama scenes at one point, especially for my Breath of the Wild ones. I was thinking oh, like, oh, I can have each champion so with a beast. Cool. Yeah. Yes. I think I want to do that. I wish that. I got the Breath of the Wild ones. <gasps> Are they going to re-release them when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out? They, if you keep an eye, hmm. they, it seems like they just re-release things randomly. Because I managed to get all the champions just randomly. I checked Best Buy. I was just like, every once in a while, I'll just go on Best Buy and search Amiibo. And they'll be like, oh, here's the Breath of the Wild ones. Or here are this random one. So it seems like they're like randomly re-releasing them without making a big deal about it. Fun fact, if you type Amiibo, it'll still bring up all the same results. <laughs> amiibo um, okay follow-up question which amiibo do you want in your heart of hearts detective pikachu it's like extra large it was at i was in target one time and it was there like you know must have been shortly after it was released and i was like carrying it around the store for a little bit and then i was like you know what this is like a i think it was like a 30 dollar amiibo it's like i don't i don't need this right now i don't need to spend it i've never seen it again Hmm. Real, you oh, real goof, no. you real goof, troop that one up. Yeah. Um, I really want the Splatoon main character people, like the Splatoon t- two characters, um, whose names I'm blanking on, but their amiibos look real freaking dope. But they are rare to find, and I will be surprised if 
we the, see... like pop star and rapper yeah yeah the i don't group. remember their names uh i know their band is called off the hook because there's a because <laughs> there's a reference to that in animal crossing really yeah if you catch a squid uh squid? Sometime, sometimes they'll be like it's off the hook the squid sisters is that what they're called uh possibly i don't know if they're technically they're different races right so i don't know if they're sisters the 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 characters from the first game are sisters so i think maybe that's their squid sisters. i don't know enough about splatoon i've never really played it i played the demo of it did you matt you're you're kind of new to this uh hosting role did you know that when we first uh started we would cover what each yeah. spl- splatfest was about actually uh oh God, we did. i was on one of the episodes where that came up and i was like why is why is bryce so into splatfest i just and like then, i just think it's it's fun to talk about ketchup versus mayo yeah i think like three weeks ago they just announced one though no they actually they redid ketchup versus mayo they had done it oh. originally and they did a redo wait why is it ketchup versus it. mayo i don't know i guess that's a thing i i think like i'm on team mayo i'm i'm on team mayo for sure ride or die team mayo yeah a ketchup's gross ketchup's pretty overrated for what it is well, Matt, maybe you can tell me what have you been playing? I've been playing a little video game called. Well, it depends if we want to do Animal Crossing hour for the next hour right now, or no, we don't. Have okay. you been playing enough to cover? Because, like, honestly, like I will say, <laughs> each day I feel more and more like I'm a hostage in this situation. Okay, <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of like turn it on of like. I guess, but I'm not happy about it. I definitely had that feeling of like, I am playing to do the bare minimum and go through the motions right now, but I'm really primed, I think, to like go real hard on island development and like moving houses around and things like that. Like, I'm. I think I'm ready to do that, but yeah, for the last week I've just been doing like checking in the morning, checking at night, kind of thing, and get it done. Yeah, I, like I, I bought a bunch of turnips. I sold some of them at your place. I still had. Oh a, yeah, I had I had some turnips left over, and I ended up selling them to myself, uh, just because like selling them at my shop, um, just because it's like I don't really I'm not really invested in the getting money thing like I've got 8 mil in the bank and I'm like what do I need the money like the I'm not going to burn through 8 mil real quick there's not a the most expensive thing isn't that bad and even there's only so much stuff I even want and it's like what am I even going to do with the spells what am I even doing what do <laughs> I want out of this I just got my last home loan so I now have a big bill, and I don't really have the money to pay that yet. Mm. So I'm, I think it's like two mil. So I was yeah I knocked that thing down pretty easy. Yeah, you like probably one. got it, got yeah. it out. Yeah, but Bryce came to my island because I had the best turnip prices I've ever had, which were four eleven, and I was like, cool, you know, something above fifty six for once. And uh, mm. he came in went immediately to the shop and then like came outside of the shop and just left logged out hey, hey <laughs> just... i said like hey and hi and then what's up and then Barely i was like said hi and then i was <laughs> just... like 
that seems like an appropriate amount of conversation. I'm leaving now. <laughs> so that's great. I had turnip prices on my island at one point that was like over 500. And so I just sent out a dodo code and I had so many people coming to my island that it actually like killed my switch. It overheated my switch. <laughs> wow. Because of the amount of times it's being forced to reload shit from the internet. And I was just like, cool. So I kept trying to reopen it and letting people in. And, and I made like a million bells off of it because people would tip me. It was great. Yeah. There's, there is websites that like allow you to automate that uh, type thing where like, I think the way it works is like you post up your uh, island and the code and stuff. And then people get in line and you can be like three people at a time. And then once people sell their bells, they're like, Mark, okay. I'm I'm done, and then they then give the next person in line the code. I think that, oh, that uh, allows it to be a little bit smoother. Because if you just post that shit on Twitter, then it's just you know gonna yeah, freak out. Mayhem. Just a shit show. It was great. <laughs> the first tip that I got, um, someone else was getting ready to give me something out of their inventory, and another person was standing nearby. And the guy dropped his bells on the ground and went to leave. And then the guy that was standing nearby picked them up oh. and sprinted out. So the guy, like, hung back and he was like, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to tip you again. And I feel really bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, you don't have to do that. Yes, they're an asshole. It's fine. <laughs> like, that's, that's great. That's Someone left me golden you. roses. Mm. Hm. thought that was neat. You know, you know how they say like Walking Dead, like the, the humans are the real Walking Dead. It right. Turn, it turns out the players, the real animals. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what what else, what else have you been up to, Matt? Uh, technically, well, it's not not as much recently though. I did just update it today. I've been playing Legends of Runeterra. Ooh. Um, still haven't played online. Because I'm scared to get beat up because I don't have many cards unlocked yet. I just have like the default decks that you can get. Um, I think the next thing I'm gonna do is build my first deck in that game and then play against the computer again. You know, until yeah. What were you guys talking about last show? I remember listening and Bryce was like, "We should just not talk about this until Jerry's back because neither of us knows enough <laughs> about this universe." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, we were we were questioning the name i question the name of the world in league of legends which is runeterra yeah yeah but i didn't know that and then it was like oh legends of runeterra i guess makes sense yeah Yeah. i think we googled it and found out like map of runeterra and stuff and we were trying to yeah figure out backstories of the characters because they're the cards and stuff and it's just like we have an expert that could tell us these things yeah have you played it at all, Darian? I actually haven't played Rune Terror yet. I also didn't realize it was on phones, so I should oh, yeah. just get that. That's how I found out it was uh, like out because I had a Twitter ad that was just like, "Hey, this is this is out. Play it on your phone. Download now." And I was like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna go open my PC up and play that game." I was invited into the beta and didn't even download the game because I was like, I just don't care. Yeah. <laughs> card games not not deck building well, not your I just, style i don't i mean i should because i would love it and be really good at it i just i i think it was because i was still trying to play ranked league of legends yeah. on stream before i bought my house and started moving i still haven't streamed since i moved like 
there's still just a lot of settling. So I didn't want to get myself into something else that would force me to want to be distracted. Like, yeah. Or because there's going to be a slight learning curve. I didn't want to start that and then have to start again. Like, it is nice. Yeah. Having played a bit of like TFT stuff uh, that I now know, like general concepts of like, okay, Demacia is like where the nobles are from. So the way those character cards are going to play are going to be more like buffing your allies and kind of a traditional fighting style. And then like, uh, I don't remember what the frozen place is called, but like, obviously, yeah. Wait, say that again. Freljord. Freljord. Okay. Yeah. I I never pronounced that correctly. Um, even in my mind when I'm reading it, (laughs) I'm just like Freljord. How do I? Oh no. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, based off of like Nordic and Slavic languages. But now I understand like some of the origins of the characters and that and, now I just want a League of Legends MMO, I think, is where I'm at with, you know, oh my the God, League universe. Yes. <laughs> it's just give it to me. <laughs> Please. I would like to start in Zon and be a trash monster. Let's go. <laughs> Was that rumored or announced or something? I know we've got the show coming, but I don't know if an MMO it's, is Well, it's been rumored for literally ever. Probably like seven years at this point probably if league you know it's been around 10 yeah after they started releasing more and more characters and expanding the universe they were like uh hey you got a lot of stuff like you've got a whole whole world here that you could just just make (laughs) right now (laughs) and we would love it but i mean they they do have a lot of um with the last stuff that they talked about they announced like the new champion or teased the new champion or something and they talked about how they're going to continue to expand the world map because right now it's a pretty complete map but they want to make new places so they can have, they can have new themes mm. for characters yeah. so they're they're still continuing to build and develop the world so i mean they totally could still do an mmo with that and it we'd be satisfied and it'd work a lot like how blizzard did it with wow and just like right. add more stuff on and but they, I don't think they want to do that quite yet. They've also bought multiple studios, though, so I wouldn't be surprised if they were actively working on it right yeah, now. Yeah, it seems like they have, like, ten projects going at this point based on what they announced not that long ago and then what they've released lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the show, they've got the, sh- the Valorant that they just let out. Um, They've got... Uh, side-scroller adventure thing that's going to be coming out as well. It was developed by one of the studios. Yeah, that, that was they... from one of those, right? The studios yeah. they picked up. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think I remember that one. It was just like a random like side story type thing. It was almost just, yeah. yeah, like a hero's side story, but specific. So it was almost like if you took like the way Blizzard does like Overwatch hero backgrounds or something, but they took that and made a game out of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they probably have a cinematic that tells the same thing, but now you can do it as a game. Yeah. Um, Ruined King and Convergence. Um, Ruined King is, we've talked about this on the show. Yeah. Is, uh, just a story of, I, of the blade of the ruined King has a backstory. It's a sword in the game. Oh, I was going to say, is the blade a person? But, no. like, you know, you call them the blade. I think it holds souls, but I'm not sure. I, I, it belonged to the Ruined King, and I imagine this is just 
going to give that background lore. And then the other one, Convergence, that's the one that Bryce, that's the platformer with time travel elements. That's going to focus on Echo, which is like one of the top Mm. 10 characters, champions that people are fans of generally. Most commonly played. Matt, who's your favorite character? Uh, my favorite hero in league Mm-mm. lore in the world. Champion. champion, champion. They're champions. My favorite Overwatch hero in the League of Legends universe. <laughs> um. Oh, jeez. Reap. It's probably Reaper. Reaper. Hmm. <laughs> well, so my my only ones right would be ones I've seen in TFT or ones I've seen now in Runeterra. And I don't like him in TFT, but I like him in Runeterra, and that's Braum. I think he's oh, pretty Braum good. Oh, great! I like Braum in TFT. Oh, he's so great! Yeah, Braum in TFT is not as great. He used to be better, but he's not even in TFT right now. Oh, okay. Because I played, I play, oh, I've only played yeah. TFT when it first came out, and I, w- I would always get excited if I could open with Braum. Like, I would mm. probably switch him out uh, later, but he was a good opener. Yeah, there's some Brown cool strong, late game really. guys that I don't really know too well that are in TFT that are like fancy. I imagine like one of them is Echo. There's definitely Jin. He's more late game and he's really cool. Um, who's like Karthus? Or not Karthus. Zareth? Karthus used to be around. He was pretty cool. Karthus used to be. He's not in this one. He was like a late game sorcerer. Right. Yeah. And Zareth is new and he's also a late game sorcerer. I don't know. They got they got a lot of cool stuff. They could definitely make an MMO, and I'd be like pretty interested in that. I think that that's a good idea. So mm-hmm. that's not something I've been playing, but in my dreams, maybe. So so <laughs> so Rune Terra is fun. Rune Terra is cool. Yeah, I mm-hmm. like card games, so I'm gonna keep sticking with it. I'm gonna keep. There's a lot of progress to be made in the like versus the AI area, like unlocking cards and packs and stuff like that. Um. And I feel like, I, I guess I should jump into an online match at some point and just see, like, if other people are using, you know, default decks or if they're, like, clearly using decks that I don't have access to yet. Because that was my thing with, like, uh, Magic the Gathering Arena was, like, okay, I can play, I have some cards, I can make my deck, but if I'm not putting any money into this game and I go into a match-made game... I'm just going to get my butt whooped because somebody spent just like 10 or 20 bucks, you know? Mm. So I'll keep progressing and unlocking cards. Yeah. Well, uh, sometimes I've gone uh, to twitch.tv slash Dilbert pickled and seen, uh, oh, yeah. seen you playing uh, a new game. What What's that? Yeah. Uh, something I've been playing on stream lately is cloud punk. Uh, it's a game it's a story driven game, which I didn't necessarily know when I got it. Cause I think I saw like a cool gif of it and were I was like, just Oh like, man, that game. Were you just like pretty colors? It, it was like that game has a cool art style and you get to drive like a taxi cab or, or something. That's cool. I'd be a taxi driver in this cyberpunk blocky world that they've got with all the neon. Turns out you're not a taxi driver. You're more like a delivery driver. <laughs> so it's less about like, I thought it was going to be like kind of, cyberpunky crazy taxi but you know with like you're picking up this weird 
cyborg badass person that clearly is sketchy and you know you're gonna learn a little bit about a little bit about them and then drop them off and get another and instead it's like here's a package okay there's something bigger going on here uh about the corporations in power or the ai in power of the city and the city's divided into these levels so like the bottom level is somewhere above the sea um Everything, I guess this is the last city, it's called Navalis. Everything else is gone, for the most part. Um, and, like, as the city goes up in levels, you know, it's more wealthy people. Uh, so it kind of works that way. And there's apparently a sea below somewhere that sometimes chunks of the city will fall off into, or people will jump into, basically. Mm. And uh, you're kind of, you're a new driver that lived outside the city in the country um but you know you've come to the city to make some money and i think the whole game takes place over one night which is your first night on the job oh really um yeah at at least that's the way it seems so far is like i'm i'm a couple hours in and it's still like you know you just have to get through your first night you know it'll get easier or something like that it's still like the dialogue that comes up but it's pretty cool. You have a like AI companion in your car that is your your dog or your former dog that is now an AI dog that talks to you. So it's like, you know, think of the dog from uh Up, you know, Pixar's Up mm. where it's like got the the speaking collar and it's like, "I love you." It's like that. Um and yeah, I wasn't really into the game at first. Uh it was a lot it was a lot of like, this is kind of just a walking sim to me. I'm just kind of driving around from point, you know, point A to point B. And it doesn't seem like there's much, but it's opened up a bit now. And I, I think I like it a lot better. Um, I still, like, sometimes you're given choices either within a mission objective or, like, you can go you can go one way or you can go the other. But those the, the choices I've made so far don't seem to have any effect so i wonder at like a larger scale if they will at the end of the game if there's multiple endings i don't know Mm. but right now it's like choose to you know finish this delivery or dump this package somewhere else or like sell it for a profit kind of thing and if i choose to sell it for a profit they still act like i did the right thing or like the you know the the morally good thing and oh it feels like in the moment, like I didn't make that choice. I made the other choice. Why aren't you reacting to this? So it's kind of it's kind of weird. Maybe that's just my impression of it, and it actually is the right. It's like you know, I'm, maybe I'm making the choice, and that's the actual response. But I don't know. Cloudpunk, try it out. <laughs> Are you you're once again you're having fun? Is this is the story interesting? Is it intriguing you? Like I I watched you play some of the beginning stuff, and then the last you were streaming like yesterday. And the city looked way different at the time. And I was like, I actually own this game. I'm going to play it. So this seems like spoilers. So I, so I was see, like, yeah. I'm out. Uh, but it does yeah. seem like things are happening story-wise, at least like to the world. So Yeah, there's definitely a bigger story that's uh, you know starting to slowly become apparent. I think it's paced really well. Um, I think it is a slow start, but I do think it's actually paced like the way the story bits come in. It's also fully voice acted, which is nice because I don't know, sometimes sometimes it's not 
enjoyable, especially like playing it on stream. It's like you you feel a need to read stuff out loud oh, yeah. if there's like text boxes. So when it's voice acted, it's like okay, cool. I don't have to read this, but then I'm like sitting there just listening to it. So I'm I'm co- I'm happy with that, especially for the kind of content. Like you're kind of doing something. It's not a RPG type thing. It's it's yeah. cool that you can kind of focus on driving and the story is happening. Right. and you're kind of along for the ride. It's nice when you can be doing other things if you go talk to somebody when you're in the city on the ground um you usually have to stand next to them and you're locked in that conversation so you're you can't just like leave that conversation you usually have to let it play out all the way through and uh so sometimes i'm like okay i don't actually care about this person's story i just want to get through it and like i'll just button mash my way through their story to get back to driving around and listening it's it's pretty chill it's got a cool story so far. Uh, Darian, are the games you've been playing chill? Uh, yes, very much so. How chill? How it's chill? super chill. You know what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. Okay. Right? Uh, what are you? What are you? What have you been playing back? Or, uh, what have you been playing? Well, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Animal Crossing. Um, I uh, I actually have not been playing that many games in general. Uh, I've been playing, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons occasionally, not super often. I've actually really fallen off. It's a bad game. No, it's a great game. Is it game of the year right now? I, yeah, absolutely. I've just fallen off. All right, there Um, it is. Other than that, I've been playing a game called My Singing Monsters. It's a mobile app and it's, uh, you buy sell and breed monsters and that's fun it's they all sing to you and it's great because <laughs> there's like five or six there's probably actually like 10 different island, islands now maybe even more and each island has a different song and each monster has a different part of the song and it's great so you, you you put your monster on the island it starts singing its song and then once you have like 10 to 15 monsters it sounds like a more complete song and there's like I don't know, there's like a hundred different monsters at this point. It's great. How do you make the monsters fuck? There is a breeding tree. Okay, so you you put the monsters on the tree and then you watch them. So actually, no, you... (laughs) It's really (laughs) I don't think they actually do the breeding themselves. I think they all just lay eggs of their monster breed and you can take those eggs, put them in the breeding tree... And then and they the fuse tree. together to make a different monster. Mm, I thought the tree... Does the tree turn in... Like, do you have to cut down the tree to harvest your monster? No. It's weird. It's like a... Why, it's got why would that two be the sections, jump you made? Two sections <laughs> like, where the eggs sit, and they go into tubes and come together, and they incubate in the middle, and then it falls down the tube into a little nest, and that's where the egg is. And that's how made. a baby is made. And then you have to put the egg into actual incubators so that it can incubate for <laughs> hours. Oh, my because, God. Because that's how the microtransactions right. are, right? Because it's a mobile mm. game. So you wait for the egg to be bred, and then you wait for the egg to hatch, or you can pay diamonds, which is their in-game currency, to make it done faster. Mm. I always just wait because I have like 15 islands and there's just enough stuff for me to do. The <laughs> so tree, just like, I the don't tree care. demands diamonds. Yeah. That's great. What would a tree do with diamonds? Make more diamonds. More diamonds, yeah. Okay. Especially a breeding tree. Just like put a bunch of diamonds and they breed more diamonds, obviously. Uh, is it fun? 
I like it a lot. <laughs> it's really cheesy and definitely designed for younger audiences. Um, and Interesting. I just, uh, I love it because they sing to me. Yeah. Uh, I've, I'm a gamer. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So Prove I've already, it. I've already said that I've, uh, where I'm sitting with animal crossing. It's like, here's my thing with animal crossing. I know cool stuff is coming. Like there's going to be updates where there's going to be the museum stuff and there's going to be the marriage stuff. And I'm, will love to pop back in for that stuff. But it's the the way that Animal Crossing works is that if I'm not checking in uh, every so often, pe- the island's going to get worse. My favorite villagers will move away. Not the one I hate and want to leave so very <laughs> bad. He'll be here forever, but the very great prince will 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 leave me, and that's why I say like I'm being held captive. And it's like, uh, so it's not a thing of like I. No, at some point, it, I will be want to play more. Just not right now. Like, I'd like to go try other stuff, but it's like, I feel like if I stop playing, I'm going to lose progress. Uh, so that sucks. Um, but Is it like when you have to play half an hour a day? Is that is that too much? It's just like, okay, I have to, it feels like a chore. Right, like it's not like I'm not doing it because I'm having fun. It's because like if I don't, the game will punish me. <laughs> <laughs> All and right. So yeah, that's where I'm sitting with Animal Crossing. So any amount is then too much. Well, if it's it's the thing of I I want to play it when I want to play it, not when not because the I will be like punished for not playing yeah. it. So that's the thing. Like, there'll be times of like, yeah, I'm bored. Let's play some Animal Crossing. And so, like, start. I, I almost wish it was more like Stardew. Of like, I could put it down. Like, I, me and my girlfriend had a Stardew farm that we played for through several years, and we have not played in a while. But we decide to go back to it. It's gonna be right there. We're gonna pick right back up and be able to rock and roll. Uh, especially they're like doing uh they're supposed to be doing a new content update for uh stardew so it's like once that comes out we'll have incentive to come back in and and do this stuff but if you wait for the content updates for animal crossing like you'll be the the buildings will be burnt down your villagers all be gone the (laughs) freaking i think on your island it'll be like everyone will have left Except Pytro. Yeah. And then he'll come up to you and be like, hey, buddy, I'm still here for you. I'll <laughs> never leave. Like, this is my hell. I'll never leave. <laughs> I, like, he, uh, he had that, like, thinking bubble above his head. And. Oh, you were like, yes. <laughs> and um, he, he's like, oh. Hey, uh, I have this like thing for you, uh, but like I know you haven't like been talking to me for a while. That's kind of weird. But like here's here's a here's a deal, and I'm like, oh, so at least he's getting the message, but not close enough. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's I haven't talked to him for so long for him to even slightly notice or care. He doesn't really seem to care. Uh, but speaking of moving out, I tried the demo for moving out. Uh, which is a... is that the Stadia game? No, no. This is the the, <laughs> the one that's not no. the Stadia one. Uh, what was I played, the Stadia one? I we never need to worry about that. 
Um, I played this on the Nintendo Switch, and it is a cooperative game about moving furniture. Uh, so you'll be put in different houses, and basically you have to get all the furniture inside into your truck. And uh, so you have the challenge of, like, okay, am I taking this through the door? Am I taking this through the window? Um, and I think the the main thing is, like, okay, grab the... Some furniture takes two people to move, uh, and then there's furniture that only takes one person. Um, and you just... Like, the hardest thing, I think, is really just making sure everything fits in the truck. There are certain obstacles on, like, they're... In the demo, there was a, like, standard beginner house that was just like, okay, go through the door, go through the the um, window, whatever, just get in the truck. Then they gave us a haunted house where we had to dodge, like, ghosts, and there was, like, a haunted piano which would attack you. Um, so you had to, like, get away from that. Um, also, the everything in the house seemed haunted so when you grab the the chairs and put them in your truck sometimes they would like get up and move and run run away so you'd have to grab and put them back in um and then i think the last level of the demo basically was frogger where you had to grab nice. the furniture weave through traffic then go over this river where there was a bunch of logs and stuff that you had okay to... so it was literally it was frogger. Literally frogger there was literally a frog that was also crossing along with you um but so i think they're trying to go for an overcooked style vibe but i think the thing with overcooked that makes it good is that like you're kind of individually being cooperative like i'm cooking I'm, right. I'm cutting up the carrots so that you can take those cut carrots to put them in the stew and da 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 and we're kind of all like working together but doing our own thing this se- seems like you only really have the two things you can do you can either grab individual items and try and carry them yourselves or you can work as a group to grab to carry a couch and there's not like a like pretty much it's grab all the one person items carry those over there then grab all the two person items and carry them and just work together. And it there's, there's stuff like, okay, I can distract the piano while you grab the thing, but it doesn't feel like there's as much to do in this. Um, I will say I've just played the demo. So I, I think there's maybe enough there for me, me to pick up the full game and see what's going on. Uh, I would prefer if it had line online so I could, um, you know, play with uh, my online friends. Anytime there's a really great, like, party-style, like, overcooked-type thing, it's like, cool, I want to play this with my friends online. And they're like, can't. We only built this for couch co-op. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. How how are you rated in each level? Because, like, an overcooked, you're given an overall star rating based on how you perform with the money you make on the orders, but each order is, like, a a momentary rating i guess yeah. right like the order comes in and then you have a timer for each one of those yeah well the this is um you have the amount of time to complete the entire moving process how, okay. how long how long do you have to uh get everything into the truck so maybe that i don't know an element like that where there's like this intermediary like prioritization of how to move things would I add to that may uh... Maybe I I guess I think I think what they're more trying to do is that like 
you're supposed to work together to overcome the obstacles, like the ghosts and stuff, because like you have a button that slaps uh, things, so you can slap the ghost. To, because if if the ghost grabs you, you like respawn, um, and so like one person can slap the ghost to immobilize them, while the other person grabs uh, the statue or whatever to take to the truck. But it like it felt like a small one time thing that I. I was supposed to do instead of like, okay, we need to be constantly working together to like a team type thing. It felt more like us individually trying to complete individual tasks. And then once in a while going like, okay, I guess we have to work together to grab this couch, which like some of the heavy items, the two person items, like one person can like drag to a place while they're waiting for the other person. Um, But yeah, it's, it doesn't feel as, as full as overcooked is. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like it's missing some co-op uh, element. But on the same note, uh, the we play uh, me and my friend Beckers played Totally Reliable Delivery Service, which is free on the Epic Game Store. Uh, there'll be a Let's Play available uh, at some point for that. Um, here's the deal with that. That is, uh, God, I'm trying to think. There's there's two games that have kind of the like rubbery like hard to control character physics um and both of them are completely blanking on me human fall flat and yeah gang beasts yes th- those are the two i'm thinking of nailed it um so it's the characters kind of have that kind of like clumsy aesthetic and you're the, the deal is you're just supposed your delivery people you're supposed to grab packages and take them to a destination and so for the a lot of times whenever you grab a package they will spawn a vehicle uh for you to use to do that and um so that can be anything from like a truck to a helicopter to a plane uh and and the place you have to take them to will be varying places away uh this i do not see how this game could be done single player like how you would play it single player because for the most part every vehicle is going to require you to either most of them require both of your hands so then you don't have hands for the um package or there are some that just require one hand but then you won't have a good way to hold on to the package so for the most part you've got one player whose job is to just hold on to the vehicle and hold on to the package they're just along for the ride while the other person drives and this game feels like a game that was made for YouTubers. Like there, okay. are, there, yeah. Are, yeah, there are certain games. I w- I would say that like Surgeon Simulator is in that same boat of like it's not really fun to play. Like it's it's a clumsy, annoying experience that is uh, good for a YouTuber to like ham up and make seem real funny, but it's not like fun on its own. Um. So it, it's a thing of, like, I got it free from the Epic Game Store at the time. Uh, it's no longer free. I I think if I had paid for it, I would be upset with the value I got. <laughs> um, because, yeah, it's it's not... It is a funny game to watch. I don't think it's a funny fun game to play. But... Speaking oh of... No. Free I, games on the Epic Game Store. No, Matt, No. No, wait, wait, Matt, no. I have Matt. a thought about those. No, Matt, it's not time. But I'm waiting 
for it's, Bryce. It's happening. Is he going to do it? No. No, because I think I broke something. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Hold no. On. Hold on. Do you know how it goes? I couldn't. I can't hum it. Is this working? I think there's a restart required. There's kind of like a Shovel Knight aesthetic to it, though. Like the, the music. Okay, Matt, tell me about some news. The news. Um, yeah. Uh, let's let's talk about Epic Game Store news. So, as Bryce was just talking about, totally reliable delivery service was one of the featured free games on the Epic Game Store. The current offering, or the one of the latest offerings, because I don't know how the timing on those works, um, was GTA Five, which is notable for being a top ten selling game. I think for like six years at this point, like month over month, they continue to sell huge amounts, huge copies of that game, huge number of copies. Um, but it came to Epic Game Store and was free, uh, which then uh, the Epic Game Store proceeded to crash <laughs> because of high traffic, according to their tweet. Um so I think that lasted for about 12 hours where they were having outage problems because Grand Theft Auto V was free, which Grand Theft Auto V came out in, does anybody know? Do that, anybody have it off the top of their head? Because I want to say it's like 2012. That seems like sure. a long time 2013. Ago. September 2013. Wow. That game came out seven years ago, and it's got enough pull to crash the Epic Game Store as a free game. Um And then some follow-up to that, after that was resolved and Epic was back online, uh, apparently the Rockstar PC launcher was having all sorts of trouble due to high volume of players. So (laughs) they literally broke a game delivery store and then their own launcher (laughs) because they made their game free. Perfect. (laughs) I just thought that was hilarious. I mean, it's a pretty big game. There's, I mean, there's a lot of content creators doing stuff with it. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, hey, you can enjoy in the fun for free. I'm sure there's a lot of younger people who didn't have the money or people who are just like, eh, I don't know if this is for me. And then finally it come game available. And I was like, why not? Yeah. I feel like the only other game that would like that rivals that that isn't already free would be like minecraft if you made minecraft free it would probably break a store like that oh yeah for sure probably yeah and i say that because i don't own minecraft and i would get it (laughs) i used to have minecraft but i don't anymore nor do i know how to get to it because like there's a login i don't know what my login is and i just think i'm gonna have to rebuy it Uh, well, this game... My, funny story about Minecraft. My account was made by my ex, and he got my birthday wrong. Wow. So I get emails from Mojang <laughs> on the wrong day. Great, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> That's all I have. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, Darren, is your birthday on July 17th? No, it is not. What is? Well, if it was your birthday, then Nintendo would have a birthday present for you in the form of Paper Mario, the Origami King. Uh, Wow. 
Nintendo just kind of like <laughs> drop this. This wasn't a direct. This wasn't a surprise. Or I guess it was a surprise. It wasn't. There was no 100%. hinting like, "Hey, we got a thing coming." As you want the sequel, to the new Paper Mario. Wait till tomorrow. No, they were just like, "Hey, here's a trailer. It's coming in a couple months." It just is weird that that's the world we live in now. But Paper Mario: The Origami King. Uh, is the next Paper Mario game, introduces a new threat to the Mushroom Kingdom. King Ollie, a royal with world-conquering or world-folding ambitions. King Ollie has kidnapped the entire entirety of Princess Peach's ca- castle and constricted Bowser's army, forcing Mario to ally with Bowser and King Ollie's benevolent be- sister, Olivia, to defeat the evil king. Wow. Yeah, so it's a cool new Paper Mario game. I watched the trailer and it looks sick as fuck. The trailer was really neat. Yeah, I I don't didn't know what like half the things happening were, but it looks dope. And this is they sold me. I've never played any Paper Mario's. I think I did play one Paper Mario on like the Wii, and I hated it. But this this one I'll play. I'm excited. It's for me. It definitely. I don't know. It's still team based rpg style right i i would i would think yes i would think yes but it also seems like each paper mario seems to mix things up okay. like it seemed like the one that i play like traditionally it was supposed to be a turn-based rpg uh but the thing the one i played i think there were sections where it was a turn-based rpg and there were sections where it was a straight-up platformer I don't remember which one that, that one. I mean, that makes sense that they would like merge those things. So, yeah. so this, I'll be, I'll, I don't know what's going on with this one, but it looks cool. It seems like it's got they a lot show of some dying. action sequence looking yeah. things, but maybe it was like the combat, like the combat required you to do platforming to do like an attack. Is maybe, that maybe I, I, I do not know. I do not know anything about the Paper Mario series, but I'm going to learn. When I play, you should play this Paper one Mario and then tell and me. The Origami King. But isn't there another game coming out that same day? Yeah. And, you know, I would say I was probably less excited about this game than I was about Paper Mario. But then uh, Sony did a state of play, which is their Nintendo Direct. Um, it very much seems like it. Like the other state of plays we've seen have been like, here's several games, here's the whole thing. This was just about the one game, which is very much replicating what we've seen in Nintendo Directs, where the, they will have those, like, here's several games, but then they'll also do, like, Animal Crossing Directs. So yeah. th- this was just a straight-up 18 minutes, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. <clears throat> Sony did 18-minute gameplay of Ghost of Tsushima, um, which I didn't know... I don't think, you know, they had much released about it as far as info there might have been two trailers uh, i think they showed you know some sort of preview like teaser a couple of e3s ago and then a more fleshed out trailer at the one was it was it even at was that like where sony did their own event where they had like the live stage performances and then they had the guy playing the the flute i feel like it's a flute but i I'm, i hope i'm not getting that wrong um and then they showed a trailer and it was very like samurai movie having an epic standoff while the grass is blowing and like the leaves and the colors are all kind of blowing around them. 
Uh, and then they showed this 18 minutes of gameplay, and it kind of looks like it's almost in the Breath of the Wild open world vein, where I w- it's... I kind of got an Assassin's Creed uh, vibe from it. I think the combat looks a lot like Assassin's Creed or like a, like the Shadow of Mordor style games. Oh, yeah. Um, where it looks like it's kind of parry first, right? Like you are, you'll get into an encounter with multiple enemies and then you're kind of given quick action buttons to do like a parry attack. Um, and then they also had a whole stealth sequence, which was more like when you're in Assassin's Creed and you're sneaking around and you're using your tools. Um, but I think overall the world exploration looked and felt very kind of feel like you're in the natural world, Breath of the Wild kind of feel go where you want do what you want you know no one's telling you you have to be in any specific place at any specific time um so i think it it kind of merges those two things pretty nicely uh they showed off the photo mode and they showed off some of the cinematic options so there's like a lot of it looks like there's a lot of attention to detail to make it more like a true samurai movie experience I think uh, like the artistic flair is really what they're going for in this, and then they've they've put like the modern open world game you know layers onto it, and it looks like it's it definitely looked competent in that regard from from that stuff. Like the combat looked good enough or looked fun. The world looked really nice, and it looked like a good time to you know kind of explore that world. Um, when I was watching, I was thinking like you know you wake up on a nice morning. You get yourself your coffee, you know, you boot up the game and you're just like, wow, listen to the wind, listen to the sounds of nature while you're wandering around. And I was, I was into it. So I'm going to get Ghost of Tsushima now. Yeah, it, it did look interesting. They didn't sell me on it, but it, it looks interesting. But when you boot up Ghost of Tsushima, you might see something new. Darian. I actually don't think that's true. For uh, Ghost you, of Tsushima, you might. I'm sa- I I pre- preface with the word "might" because this will allow me to introduce the new story in a way that may or may not be true, but probably is not. <laughs> Darren, I think it specifically says. Uh, that means upcoming PS4 games like Last of Us Part Two or Go- and Ghost of Tsushima won't see this. Okay, so games, <laughs> games that aren't those. <laughs> might have a new opening. Can you tell me about it, Darian? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit. So Sony announced the new PlayStation Studio branding for its first-party PS5 games. Um, basically, they gave it a new animation and um, are going to start releasing their first-party games under this branding instead of what it used to be, which was the... Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios. <laughs> um, so it's shorter and sweeter and pretty for the new. Yeah the the um the new intro thing kind of gives me like a Marvel opening uh, vibe to it. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that's like the reaction I saw generally for it was like everyone was like, wow, they watched a lot of Marvel movies or something yeah. like. <laughs> it's. Fine, I don't, I don't, I don't like love it or hate it. I don't understand the reasoning 
because they already had the Sony Interactive Entertainment, which used to be Sony Computer Entertainment thing at the beginning. I mean, it's just more broad. It's less specific, so. Or is it more specific? Actually, no. I think it's a bigger umbrella. It is a bigger umbrella. Okay, I was thinking like the games that are published. Is it is it only games they make, or is it all the games that they make? Like, it's like PlayStation Studios. So it's the it'll be it's using it for its first games. party exclusives. Okay, so that's more specific, right? I think it's as ex- specific. Hmm. I mean, the name is less specific right like instead of i mean it can be assumed that it's worldwide so they cut out the sony interactive entertainment worldwide studios like that's a lot it's just playstation studios yeah short simple and sweet the new branding is simpler and more focused on the playstation branding so i think they're more focused on playstation rather than sony that's sony okay that's probably for the best, I guess. Yeah, I don't. It I makes feel like all of the sense. PlayStation is a is a bigger name now than Sony. Um, yeah, to some, yeah, to some degree. <laughs> yeah, but Matt, we'll uh, be seeing some new games that'll share a different logo uh, at some. I mean. Matt, there's some new Xbox games coming out, man. We saw we got a oh, gameplay yeah. video for it, man. Tell me about that, Matt. Tell me. We're talking next gen. <laughs> All right. We we just talked about Sony's next gen plans. Yeah. They've got their their studios. Xbox has got their studios, but they're not ready to talk about those yet. They said, "Halo, you have to wait because there's a lot riding on if Halo's good or not." Right? Everyone's gonna be like. I don't really care about Halo anymore. And then they're going to be like, but it's Halo. You have to. This is our biggest thing. And then, so instead they were like, here's some third parties games featuring all new Xbox Series X gameplay. Or And they really it. specified the gameplay part. They did say it was a gameplay because this entire time everybody's like, show us what the next gen consoles are capable of. Show us the gameplay. And they're like, yeah, gameplay footage. Look at it. And then they did a, they did like an hour long presentation. Uh, It was kind of like this podcast, I guess, to some degree, or like a Zoom call. Like really good? Yeah. Terrible. I think our audio quality is probably better. Our video quality probably (laughs) also too. If we inserted some gameplay trailers, quote unquote (laughs) gameplay. We'd be, you know who to hire. Hey, yeah. Xbox. Phil Spencer. Yeah, what Xbox. Up? Race at Gamecast. Do do your next state of Xbox. <laughs> no, I don't think... I really don't think they're going to call it that, Brace. Bo- boxing it out. Out of the box. <laughs> Matt, Matt, what my did you... My dog is crawling underneath my bed right now, and I can hear it in excruciating detail. <laughs> I've got... I've got all the games on this article ready. Tell I'm going to say their names, and you guys are going to tell me if you've heard of them or if you care or don't care. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Looks cool. Bright Memory Infinite. Uh, nope. Nope. That game's already out on Steam, I believe. Okay. Uh, Call of the Sea. I've heard of it. Uh, yeah, I've heard of that one. 
chorus but with a v as oh, the u i think i think i actually know of that one i'm very excited for that one i think that's the the narrative musical it's like a Ooh, choose your really? own yeah where you like singing i didn't get that from that trailer maybe i'll have to relook <laughs> into it. there is a video game coming out that is a musical like adventure thing that might be that dirt five no i i just looked into it it's not that this is a different oh. thing there's there's too many games you're not chorus, allowed chorus yeah. has a very battlestar galactica yeah. aesthetic okay. nope. to it the, yeah now that i'm looking at chorus not the game uh that i think looks cool i thought <laughs> dirt 5 looks kind of good for you know you're gonna have a driving game of course i thought it was like the other one xbox has a different it, driving it is one. It's it's a third party game, right? It's Codemasters instead of uh, Forza, which is yeah. Xbox's own from Turn yeah. 10. Yeah, when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh, no Forza!" And I was like, "No, it's Dirt." And I'm like, "Okay." I don't want Dirt. Madden NFL 21. Oh my God, the football Holy come! Shit. Also, Never. note with Madden and some of the other EA titles, uh, they haven't pledged to support smart delivery. Mm. which is xbox's branded if you buy it you only have to buy it once and we'll give you a version on the xbox one or the series x i will not buy games that are not a part of that program So you're not going to buy ea games which is probably not changing many of your habits no i have (laughs) the sims games that i need i'm good there you go scarlet nexus which is an anime game i hate anime sounds funny (laughs) scorn which is a H.R. Geiger-looking game. Yeah, that was the of... one that it was like, oh, new alien game. Uh, wait, I haven't seen any aliens. Maybe this is what, Prometheus, which was supposed yeah, to be I like... Yeah, like, the... oh, they have the faces? Oh, yeah. this is like Prometheus? Okay. Yeah, so, okay, it's Prometheus, and maybe it'll be like a bridge between Prometheus and Alien. No, it's... Scorn? What the fuck is Scorn? It's an atmospheric first-person horror adventure game, so I think Darian might play it. You are incorrect, sir. <laughs> did Did you see the trailer? Because it had like, th- what was with the like pe- wall penis? There was a glowing, throbbing <laughs> wall penis, right? <laughs> like, like it kept coming. What? I feel like they were super, super trying to be like alien. It's alien. Are you? It's alien because like they really. The wall yeah. penis, I was like, oh, maybe that's supposed to be, like, the thing. The alien that, head. Yeah, the alien yeah, head gonna... coming out. And I was like, oh, that it is, the, like, any second alien's going to come up, and we're going to be like, oh, man, you got us. Alien, alien. classic, no. yeah. Fuck, <laughs> no. No, it's... No, there was a lot of... That trailer had a lot of imagery. And it Lots seems... Of dicks. Uh, that seems like it's probably... There's probably a an audience for that, and mm. they will like it. It I seemed guess. like it was competent. It in seems what like it was they should have they should have called the alien people and just put the alien in it, and <laughs> I feel like it would have been better. Uh, moving on, second extinction. No idea. I think that name is awesome, and the game is mutant dinosaurs have taken over the planet, and oh. players will fight them back to retake the globe. I saw that, guns. and that looked... I didn't like the look of that. That It I looked like you were just great. mowing down dinosaurs in, like, a non-interesting way. Aww. I I thought it was, like, yeah, a, like a horde mode style game. Yeah, That's what it, I it, didn't, it didn't look like it would be that fun. Like, I don't know. Dino- Second Extinction's a pretty good name. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
The Ascent. No it's idea. a solo co-op top-down action RPG set in a cyberpunk world gone wrong. How long is this list? Uh, I got a couple more. Give me that high speed. And I've heard of like one of them. It was so a medium. Far. That was a creepy looking game. Oh yeah, that, psychological horror game. Uh, that that trailer showed me nothing. I have no idea. Oh, they're what the, the ones that is. made Blair Witch, Layers of Fear, and Observer. Mm. Layers of Fear is a good game. This is supposed to be a horror one, so that might... yeah, yeah, I'm on that one. That one looked pretty good. Um, Bloodlines, Vampire the Masquerade Two, Bloodlines, <gasps> or Vampire. Oh, I love sorry, that one. I got the name wrong. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines Two. Did you see the trailer for that, <laughs> Hit me with uh, that, Darian? No, but it's vampires. I'm all on it. Yeah, uh, the trailer for that, that was fuck wild. Like, they opened up with some real, like, crazy-ass creepy shit. Like, literally, like, bodies hanging with their, like, mouths. Oh, yeah. Entrails? No, yeah. they're, oh, like, damn. he had, like, them puppeteered up so that they were, like, enforced smiles and stuff. And then yeah, at first I was like, "Is this a, like a Joker game?" Like, what is yeah, I was like, "What is this?" And then and then it showed us other people in like one guy in like a skyscraper, but he had there was a little bit of blood on his window. And I was like, "What? How are these related at all?" And then it showed me the vampire thing, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, I actually understand this universe a little bit. It makes sense. These guys are all vampires." I don't actually know shit about this universe at all. It's it's actually based on a t- tabletop RPG. Oh, That's I didn't dope. know that. Yeah, rounding out this I love vampires. slew of games is Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is the turn-based Yakuza game. That trailer looks so buckwild in a cool ass. I don't think I'm gonna. I play think you it. should play it. I don't think I'm gonna play <laughs> it just because I like I like to be able to hear the language. I know they're gonna be in Japanese, but it, the the like game looks dope. If it was in English, if they had an English version, I'd be about it. I think that's already out in Japan. Yeah, it's out on PS4 in Japan. But it will be a launch title for the Series X. Um, yeah, so that's that's the group of games. Uh, I I saw this in general getting kind of like lampooned for not showing gameplay, right? Yeah, Everybody was the- just like, you didn't show gameplay? I think overall they did an okay job. I think the games they showed for the most part, I was like, okay, you know, they're they're actually showing some third party support for their new console. Sure, they they showed us games, but they said gameplay and I don't think yeah. there was any gameplay in any of that. The most unforgivable was Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you can may- argue that maybe it's in engine, but right. none of it looked like gameplay. Like the Ghost of Tsushima thing, that was like you showed right. us gameplay. There's no show doubt me game. what I'm what I'm controlling in the game, right? Yeah. Not yeah, just a cutscene in the game or something like that, or like a camera movement in the game. <laughs> yeah, none of none of that looked like a player was controlling in any yeah. of, in any of those games, any of those videos. I do think from what I've seen of Valhalla now, and then having seen Ghost of Tsushima, I like. As far as like time commitments go and stuff, I think I might choose Ghost of Tsushima over Valhalla from what I've just seen so far, you know, because they said that you were going to see Assassin's Creed gameplay and you didn't. Hmm. I don't I don't know if it's are they're not releasing around each other, are they? I don't think so. I think they're like three months apart. Yeah. So I, I think assume you, you could do I both. assume Assassin's Creed's like September or October, right? Oh. Uh, well, uh, something uh, this is more related to something else happening in July. This is going back to the Ghost of Tsushima since we were talking about it. 
uh, Evo will be happening, uh, but not in in a location. It will go to the online space. Uh, it will also be dropping Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, from the lineup, which kind of makes sense because Smash Brothers Ultimate's online sucks. Uh, yeah, but also now I won't be watching Evo this year. Wow, that was that was the only thing you watched for. That's pretty probably the only thing I watch at Evo any given year. Uh, so Evo is uh spreading out their dates. They will be Evo Online will take place on July fourth and fifth, July eleventh and twelfth, July eighteenth and nineteenth, July twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and July thirty first to August second. Uh, they will be playing. Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, Samurai Showdown, S- Soul Calibur 6, Street Fighter 5 Champion Edition, Tekken 7, Undernight In Birth e- X, Late Sailor. Uh but the they will be adding in some new games that were previously not included, including Killer Instinct, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, uh, Skullgirl's second encore and my favorite, them fighting herds. Was them's fighting herds just on sale? I think it was like really cheap the other day. I I know I picked it up sometime recently. Uh, we're, I'm gonna be doing a let's play of it uh, at some point, so I don't. Know I think when they I tied it in a sale to like this announcement or something on Steam, but it it actually like the single player like there's a story mode. What's weird about it is I believe they said it's, like, officially released. It's on early access. But only one of the characters has a full story mode, which is, like... I think there's there's a deal of, like, updating your game after release. But there's there's a thing of, like, if all of your characters don't have their full story mode, maybe your game's not released yet. <laughs> Uh, but the, the story mode for that one character looks super cool. The combat, uh, of the game looks really cool. I'm, I'm very much excited for it. Uh, I might, I'm excited to do the let's play. I, I don't know if I should play the single player first or because then I'll have a very strong advantage over Beckers, but we'll see. I'm not super familiar with the setup of Evo, but is it usually... Is are there open tournament qualifiers like months in advance or M- Matthew? I can, don't know. can I reveal something to you? You don't know either. I know shit all about Evo. I've never okay. watched any of it. Well, same. I usually watch. Okay, so when I was like, oh, I'm Math- not gonna watch. I Matt usually watch the ex- like the Matt championship the rounds. On Evo. Yeah, I usually watch the championship rounds, um, and then I watch more of the Smash tournament usually because I I know enough about Smash that I can be like. Okay, I see what's going on. Um, the online open tournaments is really cool, though. I think, like, why not? You know, Bryce, you should get in there. You're going to play them's fighting herds. You might as well just yeah, sign up and just get in there. I could be the great grand there. champion. Yeah. Uh, well, have some fun. Well, well, uh, Evo will be going online and continuing uh, their uh, presence this year. Tokyo Game Show 2020 will be canceled due to COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, if anybody is unaware, uh, Tokyo Game Show is basically like E3 for Tokyo. Uh, we'll see many uh, big announcements uh, during Tokyo Game Show week. Uh, so I'm sure we'll see some, like there might be announcements that same week that were planned for the game show, but we won't see an actual game show. So I feel like 
we're going to be seeing the way games are announced be changed very much uh this year yeah i think the summer games fest or whatever it's called right so yeah. what it, what's jeff Keeley's the thing yeah i think it's Umbrella. summer game fest it's interesting we've already seen everybody push their dates like yep. nope you know they're not uh, together for one one last uh bit of news is that uh we did see the first thing with that summer games uh fest announcement where they did drop that uh playstation 5 tech demo uh using the unreal engine 5 um i watched a little bit of it basically they kind of just showed off a game with really impressive uh architecture uh what what they said having millions of triangles which is supposed to point out like the fidelity of the the uh designs and then they also uh showed off the ray tracing where they would like um the character would be going through this cave and they would like turn off uh their their ray tracing is what they call lumen and so they would turn off lumen and show what the cave looked like without any of that light bounce and then turn it back on and then basically lit the cave uh back up and then they like move the light around to kind of show like uh, the light is bouncy on its own this isn't pre-rendered um and and kind of uh showing off basically what kind of quality that you can expect from a game from playstation 5 uh it was just a tech demo so that's not really like here's a game that you can be looking forward to just kind of a this is what a ps5 is capable of there was i thought where you were gonna go with this summer games fest thing was uh another game announcement that didn't we didn't talk about in the news that i feel like i should have I should have said we got to talk about this. Okay, what is it? It's Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and oh, Two Remastered. Yeah. Oh my god! Drop that in, baby. Everybody's excited about that. Hit me with that. Him, tell me the news. They're tell doing me- it. Tony Hawk texted his fans that had signed up to receive his texts. Is that what? Like, I saw people posting this. Like, hey, Tony Hawk tweeted me or texted me about this. It's like, how does Tony Hawk have your phone number? Yeah, there was some sort of uh, sign-up thing. I don't know if it's probably still on his Twitter or something if you wanted he to do it. He does that text your fans app thing. Yeah. So Tony Hawk sent people a text message saying, hey, we're doing it. We're putting Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 together in a remastered collection. It's coming out in September, and it's got most of the original soundtrack. It's got the original skaters, but they're aged up a bit, <laughs> and it's awesome, and there's a $100 edition that comes with the exclusive birdhouse deck if you want that i hear that like it's going to have all the original stuff from the the original one and two but also add in Hmm. like the new tricks from the later yeah so it seems like they have the tricks up to three in it so they have manualing so you can uh combo then like you could combo like avert to a grind to a manual and keep that going into another ramp or something like that um and also a revert right is a revert where you hang on the edge and then go back no somebody idea. with nope. more skateboard knowledge than me can tell me tony hawk if you're uh if you're out there please text me and let me know uh hold on hold on he says he doesn't know oh <laughs> stylish way to change direction Rotation done by dragging the wheels along the ground. Oh, okay. That's just the... Okay. Also related to, like, news is that they're making it so that your progress is on both games. 
so you don't have to start over from scratch. Mm. You get to save your progress, and it'll go back and forth. Uh, also, oh, two games. Also, if you want to get hyped for that soundtrack, they did actually uh, release a Spotify playlist. Uh, oh, with cool! The they did. Soundtrack. Awesome! Yeah. I'm gonna listen to that all if you week. Look, look for <laughs> Tony Hawk uh, one and two. Um, and now uh, one more thing to note about it: it is not being made by the people that made Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five, which did not go over so well. Yeah, it's being made by Vicarious Visions, who have done the Crash Bandicoot and Spyro remakes. Uh, so they're kind of, you know, the remake stuff is in their wheelhouse. They've done some good stuff. Yeah, they um, they also adapted it, the old games for uh, Game Boy Advance, and that that's was apparently right. well received. So the they, only way I've ever played Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two is on my Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they they have a a trajectory for success. So yeah. And familiar, yeah, familiarity with the franchise. Oh man, I'm excited. I'm this oh is my God, now my most anticipated beautiful. game. Well, this brings us to the end of the news, but it brings us to the part where we look into the eyes of our Patreon producers and thank them for helping us make this all possible. Thank you to Aaron C and Dragons Lucas. You make this podcast what it is today and what it will be tomorrow and next Wednesday, but not thursday that one is the chicken's fault uh the show comes out on fridays yep and also friday friday is also them there's thursday maybe not but friday and sunday and the other days uh if you want to help make this show possible you can go to patreon.com slash last geek and support the show for five dollars to receive a shout out on this show, $8 to receive a shout-out on this Endgame A Corp. Other amounts will get you things like physical goods, like a sticker. Here's a sticker for a different podcast. It's holographic. Oh. Yeah, we got holographic shit. Uh, Patreon uh, supporters can get it. And uh, you also get early access to cool content like a D&D adventure and Let's Plays and cool stuff like that. Uh, so uh, consider supporting at patreon.com slash lastgeek. This brings us to Darian's favorite section of the podcast. Woo! It's the questions and comments. Right? Yeah. It's the outline. <laughs> Is there a jingle for that? No. Did you want one? Darian's got to spearhead that project. Okay. Yeah, but I'll put it on my sound pad. It'll be obnoxious. <laughs> uh do you want to be a part of the show go to readysetgamecast.com forward slash submit to submit a question comment or your favorite fruit snack flavor or color for us to read on the show mine is blue mine's red i'm gonna go with orange because Ooh, it's both that's a good that's well oh, that's is it no that's purple. Purple's not a flavor. Red and yellow. Yes, it is. Purple's definitely a flavor. Grape. I just had Trolls Fruit Snacks. I, there's one of every color of the rainbow. Of the six core rainbow colors, not of every color. But the color isn't the flavor. That's why what I was saying. But With purple's a grape. Yeah, but... Like, blue fruit snacks, for the most part, taste the same. Yeah, they're the Among best. Among all the different fruit snack flavors. <laughs> they're personally my favorite. It tastes like blue, Matt. It tastes like blue. 
If yeah. You, if you ate Darian's hair, it would taste like a blue sour raspberry. Yeah. Absolutely not. It don't. Oh God, don't eat my hair. <laughs> You'll get real sick. What if I eat my shirt? I don't think that's a great idea either. But it's not the right color blue. It won't work. Mm. Tastes like sweat. Mm. Uh, Darian, <laughs> a little bit the of campfire. The most beautiful girl. You. <laughs> The most beautiful girl in the world asks, would you rather be a chair or a table? Table. Ooh. I'd rather have things set, sat on me than have people sit on me. Yeah, I don't want butts. I like a good chair, Ooh. though. You, would you like to be a good chair? Yeah, do I get to choose a different kind of chair? Like, can I be a reclining chair? Right, like you could get real fancy Comfort with it. Chair? You could have cup, cup holder vibrating. I mean, oh shit! Yeah, heated. I want to be that. <laughs> I, you could get a real fancy a table, massage. I guess so. Chair. Yeah, your table could like have a TV mounted in it or something. Or... I mean, you could have drawers. Or you could have a rising table. So Bryce is going to be a wicked awesome table. Sure, and that's going to be a super amazing comfy chair. I think so. I think I'm going to be a desk that is both like a school desk. Oh, it's all. It no. is both a table and a chair. Picnic table. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm a bench. Or one of those like lunchroom cafeteria ones. Did you guys have those where the chairs were attached to the tables? Yeah. Yes. And you didn't like to sit in the middle because your fingers would get pinched. Yeah. Don't be that one. Yeah. Don't. I don't want to be that kind. No. I want to be. I just want to be one of those like standard gray desks. You know, there's no life yeah. in them. Wow. <laughs> There's words carved into them, and yeah, people carve their initials gum. and draw dicks on them. Gum and boogers underneath. Boogers. We, we have a surprise announcement. There's something what? new coming to Ready Said Gamecast, and it's called Ready Said Game Chat. Uh, isn't that what we do all the time price no this is new this is a thing that matt wanted to do and now we're doing it <laughs> so he can't heckle me about it <laughs> i don't know bryce that sounds kind of silly to me so july 14th ready said gamecast will be debuting their new sexy section of the podcast called ready said game cat chat chat yeah ready said game chat was another <laughs> idea that bryce shot down um, thinking yeah, it's called Ready Set Game Chat, and uh, think of it like a video game book club where a host picks a game for everyone to play through, and they'll discuss what they think of the story, gameplay, and general gaminess of the game. Plus, using the same powers of the question slash comment section, listeners will be able to play along and write in their thoughts, questions, and comments about the game for the host to discuss. First game that we'll be uh, discussing on uh, June 14th will be After Party. It is available on the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Linux, Microsoft Windows, Macintosh, and also uh, for people who have Xbox Game Pass, it is available for free there through Xbox on Xbox and PC. Do they still do that dollar deal? Because if they do, I probably should do that way. <gasps> uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh my god! I need to cancel that right now. Right now, <laughs> while we're thinking about it. Okay. Because uh, remember how I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll just get it on Switch," and then I got charged for Game Pass, and I was like, "Shit!" 
I said June. It's on there. I said I said June, but I believe it's July because we're currently in. No, we're May it's, right we're now. In May. That's yeah, almost so away. It's June. That's good. Yeah, June because it's two episodes from now. Okay. Yep. Every every in two episodes. Yeah. So yeah, I hear said, that, listeners. Yeah, June. If you've played After Party, if you want to play After Party, now's the time because yep. then we're going to talk about it. You guys can write in. Tell us. Tell we us. We can what have you a think. little game chat. Yep. Uh, we can say say if, <laughs> what the themes are, who the characters are, if they are delicious, what if you which character you would like to eat. Uh, I still think Game Cats is has a lot of potential for a new segment. Well, this brings us to housekeeping. Go to <laughs> lastgeek.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on youtube.com slash lastgeek. If you like this show, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps <laughs> us grow and become more powerful. <sighs> I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt so you can't you can't see my m- muscles. It should have ripped off. That would have been cool. <laughs> wow. Can you I do took that in my post? long sleeve off just so I could show off my tattoo. Should I take off my shirt? Shit. Okay. Yes. Strip uh, naked right now. Bryce is starting in OnlyFans right now here <laughs> live on Twitch. Other last geek stuff you sh- uh, should check out OnlyFans.com slash let's know. <laughs> Hold on. OnlyFans.com forward slash ready set game cast. You'll never guess what's there. It's literally just pictures of our game collections. Please Wait, don't is expect. Is that a real thing? No. no. <laughs> oh. That's like, like, that's like I want to get in on, on that. There. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's like what's in the box? You open, you open the game cartridge. <laughs> uh, so this what's in the box? So if you go to lastgeek.com/store, uh, you can get awesome merch for this show uh, and Game Corp and just general Last Geek merch uh, like leggings, posters, hoodies, stickers, and more. Uh, Brace enjoy. always re- leads with the leggings. <laughs> it's it's the thing, that, which is you shouldn't. You, you really should. I need to remove the leggings, but you guys do not know how long I spent designing those leggings. And I'm sorry. Maybe but they're terrible, and it's not your fault. <laughs> Maybe they made them better. Maybe the quality improved since you got them. Mm, I maybe Guess they're you'll just have to buy just another in case. Pair. Nope. Ab- mm, nope. Uh, check out the newest Game Mate Corp episode where they make up a game called. It was Serious George last time. The one we just recorded was Curse You, a game about people sneezing and you have to say Curse You or so that they can lose the Battle Royale. It's a Battle Royale. It's a Battle Royale where you have to make people sneeze yes. so that you can Is curse every them. game that Game Maker Corp makes a Battle Royale? It's a decent amount. I, I'll let you know. It originally was going to be an MMO, but it was like, a, okay, so they're just cursed for the rest of the MMO. It feels like they don't want to play anymore. So yeah. we figured a Battle Royale might be work better because that way you can be cursed and be done with it sooner. Uh, All right. The we have let's a play out. It is so Nidhogg two, I believe, is the current one publicly available. And for the uh, patrons, I believe they have access to tricky towers. Um, for a heads up, p- people who are like, I don't know, like 
it seems like this Patreon thing has some great benefits, but maybe maybe if there was something great coming down the pipeline. Uh, me, Matt, Teddy, Beckers, and my girlfriend Erin, and also the video editor of this content, uh, played Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, Most we, of us for the first time ever. Yeah, I would say pretty much all of us. Uh, Teddy has played before, but it seems like he's maybe done a combat-heavy experience, because... Because uh, the non-combat stuff um, was different. He really shined during the combat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's there's a that's in part three. There's a part three thing where Matt did things. Uh, you'll be able to look forward to that. But um, the Patreon people will have access to that starting uh, the first of next month. Um, so enjoy that. Uh, also, there'll be some cool stuff involving that down the line. It will be a thing that we'll kind of make as a yearly tradition, probably. We'll just just enjoy that content, and you'll be hearing more about it. But this brings us to the part of the podcast where we ask Matt where he can be found. Dilbert Pickled on Twitch and Twitter, mostly, and then also on this podcast, but you already listened to it, so thank you. Uh, Darian, welcome back to Race Day Gamecast. Where can people, where can people see you? Twitch.tv forward slash Dexterity, D-E-X-T-E-R-I-D-E-E. Also, that's the same handle on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. I still haven't made my debut TikTok yet because <laughs> I'm embarrassed about how my hair looks right now because my roots are just... Real bad. Thank you, COVID-19. I appreciate you for ruining my self-image. Just do um, what I do. Just letting it all go, you know? Just No. Yeah, just, let grow, it grow. just grow a big this beard. This is the most interesting thing about me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I got, okay? It could, it could be your beard. <laughs> it's basically like a beard. Um. Uh, yeah, that's me. You can find me on Twitter at Last Geek, uh, Twitch Last Geek Plays, Instagram Last Geek Plays, Facebook.com slash Last Geek, where you'll eventually find out cool stuff about my extra life stream. And because that seems to be the best place to create events, I wish other like Twitch, Twitter had an event system so people could click interested, but Facebook. That's a good one. idea. Uh, thanks. I, I'll work on it. Uh, Twitter doesn't want to just be Facebook though. You gotta, you gotta post Twitch has like events. a cool graphic for no. your event and pin it as a tweet. Twitch got rid of events. Oh, yeah. So Facebook is the only thing. I guess there's like literal like events websites, but like those feel weird. Anyway, yeah. that's the great stuff. Uh, so just like follow me on Twitter, and then you can all stay up to date on the cool projects we're working on. Like playing Dungeons and Dragons in a live stream and doing Let's Plays and other cool stuff. It's going to be great. The future's so bright, I got to wear shades. But this brings us <laughs> to the end of the podcast. Uh, thank Yikes. you for listening. Uh, and we will see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.